Hello, friends, and welcome to the recap of episode 45 of the Impact Everywhere podcast with Anjali Nair, who is the founder and CEO of Timby. If you didn't listen to the episode yet, I highly suggest you go back and listen to it because this is really just going to be my rambles and reactions to the episode, how it made me feel, what I found interesting, so on and so forth. And Anjali's story is actually really exciting, so I don't think you'll be disappointed. I think what was most exciting about this episode for me was the fact that I could see just a little bit of myself inside of Anjali. I mean, yes, she has a far more sophisticated background and she's been in the quote-unquote impact space for significantly longer. Like it actually is the reason she went into studying environmental sciences. But that being said, she still took a career which was really about storytelling, right? Telling inspirational stories of people changing the world. And through the process of that, stumble across the need to design a tool that could help people be more effective. And then had the courage, the tenacity, and all the different pieces in order to actually see it into existence and lead that in such a way that now has allowed her to scale her impact far more exponentially, I think, than any single film can do. One of my core frustrations as a storyteller is that you can be the best storyteller in the world But if people don't take the time to listen to your story, then it's almost as if that story never existed. And sure, one can say there's all these ripples that happen and it is possible to create a film that truly changes the world. Like we saw in episode eight with Luis Sayoyos, the Oscar winning filmmaker behind Racing Extinction, Game Changers and The Cove. But that's the exception, not the norm, right? More often than not, you'll embark on a journey to talk about something you're really passionate about, even if your career isn't in storytelling. Let's say you are an individual and you are trying to do a fundraiser to raise awareness for a cause that you really care about. It only goes so far. And so personally, in my life, I've been trying to figure out how might I find a way to get more involved in something that is very quantitative that works within the structure of the world to continuously affect change according to my values. So what was really exciting to me about Timmy is that it wasn't a tool that set out to change the world. It was a tool that set out to empower a small group of people to be 5% more effective, 10% more effective, to give them the ability to aggregate their narratives and collect them in such a way that it could be now this sort of repository of evidence that could be used by someone who knew how to weaponize that information. And it just turns out that this is a problem that many different groups around the world are struggling with. Why? Because of the imbalance of the power dynamics between those who hold the megaphone to the world, like big corporations and governments that can broadcast messages out into the world, and those who don't control the narrative, like the everyday me and you, but even more isolated without necessarily good internet, without a community on which to build in. And so the question that generates for me in my mind is, what are the opportunities within unequal power dynamics for technology to even the playing field? Like When we look at the most marginalized people, what is something that you can do that may actually enable those without access, to have more access. Unfortunately for me, when I try to think of a solution, it's almost like a blank because I don't have that intimate experience of having lived in a marginalized community that truly needs help. And so I don't feel like I understand the problems well enough to be the right person to come up with a solution. And so that's where Anjali's background and experience and expertise in covering these issues 
that were places that were deeply steeped in corruptions where the problems were really obvious was really able to put her years of experience as a science journalist into work. And I guess what's so inspiring is the fact that she didn't even need a tech background to do it because she had such a clear vision of what needed to exist and what problems she was very specifically trying to solve for. Now, as far as personal reflections go, I think the question that it really raised in me when I was hearing her tell her story was like, man, if I truly want to affect the world and I want to make a difference to the people on the bottom of the pyramid of wealth, then I should be proximate to the problems, right? I need to actually physically go there and spend time and understand the situation, which is something that Blair Glencourse from the Accountability Lab in episode 17 of the podcast also brought up. But then when I truly ask myself if this is something that I want to do, right? Like, honestly, do I want to change the world so much that I'm willing to uproot my life in order to go somewhere different and integrate myself into a world to just learn and see how I can be of service? I realize I'm not really there. I am not that self-sacrificial where I am truly in that big of a desire to make a difference. And so with that comes guilt, the guilt of knowing that you could do more if you're willing to sacrifice more. Now, I don't know if that's a very helpful frame to have. I don't know if it's a very healthy frame to have because it is entirely possible to make a difference in other ways. But from an effective altruism perspective, it's definitely something that crosses my mind and I thought would be an interesting reflection to share with you guys today in case it triggers any thoughts in your own journey. The other central theme that I really like around the work that Anjali is doing, regardless if it's through journalism, filmmaking, or through her work at Timby, is that she is consistently placing the power in the hands of the people that she is trying to elevate. And I think that's something that's really important. She is often the invisible force behind these people to the point where she even said that her main challenge with Timby is growing it because she's not going around talking on stages, bragging about the work that they're doing, pouring a lot of money in marketing. They're really just focused on enabling and empowering different nonprofits to help their communities or helping communities directly, which is something that I think we should all aspire to in some way, shape, or form. I feel like she really embodies the idea of teaching someone to fish rather than giving out a fish, and I think there's something really cool there. One thing that we didn't talk too much about in the podcast was the way she structured Timby as a social enterprise that I think is super fascinating. So Timby is not a nonprofit. It is a for-profit company. And the way they make money from nonprofits is by having these nonprofits not pay Timby directly, but actually write them into their grant program, which I think is genius. So basically, she'll meet with a nonprofit, they'll have a conversation about how Timby could be used to empower their efforts. And the next time they write a grant, they include Timby's bill inside of their application so that everyone can benefit when it gets approved. And I think that model is really interesting because it's sort of like a Robin Hood model where you're taking money from those who have it, i.e. the big companies, and you're redistributing it down to the people and not taking money away from their operations. That's another thing that I don't know how it directly applies into my life, but is something that I am thinking about. Like, as an artist, what happens if you co-write a grant with a nonprofit so that they can bring you on board? Then you can take money from the government or someone else without actually taking money away from the nonprofits themselves. There's something there. I just need to marinate it on a little bit more. Maybe the last point I want to touch on is how Anjali made me feel. 
right? After I heard her talk about how effective Timby was at exposing the first family and how she was able to hold governments accountable and how this was empowering the grassroots, like it really gave me the feeling of, man, I want to help this person because I know that if I help this person, it's going to create more value in the world. And from that point, I'm like introducing to folks at Summit Series. I want to introduce her to Charlie Kleisner, who is my guest on episode 28, who manages billions of dollars for people who want to do deep impact. And it's like, I want to do this because I know that by helping Anjali, I can help the world. And that connection is very tangible. I want to be able to do work that makes others feel that way. And I don't think I'm quite there yet. I don't think that I'm there yet because the work that I do, while it is very effective, isn't necessarily efficient. Because I'm an artist and I have specialized in a niche, it's not widely applicable. It's almost the opposite of what Anjali has created. And so for me, what I would really like to figure out is how I can also reach a point where I'm able to develop something that provides wonderful amounts of value in the world so that when people hear my story, they want to help me because I can help others. Yet, as I mentioned earlier, not quite willing to make certain sacrifices just yet. But then again, I don't think Anjali decided to be a journalist in a self-sacrificial manner. She was in Africa. She was a journalist. She was studying about the environment. She was sharing stories that mattered. Like These were all unique attributes of her life that put her in the situation to create something like Timby. And so in some ways, I have to maintain the faith that the intention combined with my unique journey, which is hard rock mining engineering, turned photographer, turned installation artist, turned podcaster now, <laughs> is somehow eventually all going to make sense where I can also create that feeling in people when they hear about me and want to find ways to help me help others. I just think that's a really great feeling to be able to aspire to be able to create in the world. Of course, making sure that I'm not doing it for the wrong reasons. Like it's not just an ego thing. It's like truly the ability to deliver hard qualitative value. And I don't know how one does that. Maybe it's intentional. Maybe it's unintentional. Maybe it's just something you sit on and continuously work on. Who knows? I guess time will tell. I think that's one of the interesting things about these little reflections is they become these moments in time that are frozen that I could revisit in the future, almost like a journal that I get to share in public. So hopefully others can benefit from it and expand upon those reflections or reflect something back to me that I haven't thought about. If you're enjoying this, please let me know. And if you want to be a part of these conversations live, I've been moving a lot of these conversations onto Clubhouse. We're now hosting rooms every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern time. If you'd like to join but don't have a Clubhouse invite, do let me know. I think I can hook you up there. And with that being said, my fellow explorers, I think that's it for this week's recap. Remember to stay positive because impact is everywhere. <laughs>